and we are live. Jackie, something uh, very special is happening today. Can you feel it in the air? Yes, I can. I, you know, uh, societal collapse <laughs> might be in the air, but I, I have it. a feeling that uh, a, a, a banger of an episode is also in the I air. I think it's going to be straight banger. I think it's going to be a mash of sorts. Oh yeah, a monster, a monster mash. mash. A monster mash. <laughs> a fucking a fucking monster mash. I now, hear a little birdie. Yes. Now. It is our 20th episode, which means it's time to have a guest on. And so at this time, Sarah and I would like to welcome. Let me list some of the credits. The only credits oh, yeah, I can yeah, think of are uh, Sarah's sketch writing partner Boom. from the OMFG I'm So Embarrassed Part 1 and Part 2. And what was the first show called? Uh also, OMFG, I'm so embarrassed. They've all been called OMFG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the, the sketch shows you've heard mentioned on the show, her co-writer, her collaborator, Lauren Lebowitz. Lauren, Whoa! welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome Get right to the up pod. on that mic, Lauren, or pull it closer to you if you can. Hello, hello. Yes. Back Sit back and go. be comfortable, but just, you can pull the mic towards you. Is this better? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I think so. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. What an honor. Finally getting you on the pod. You've been freaking begging us <laughs> yeah, this is knocking down the embarrassing door embarrassing yeah. for me mainly yeah yeah, yeah yeah accosting you well that's that's our, our overarching theme i think the three of us is that we're doing we're trying to stay in the embarrassed category well, when OMFG, it comes to i'm so embarrassed yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, although uh, do, do you get embarrassed often i don't get embarrassed personally but i do a lot of things that are embarrassing for others to be I, a part sure, of sure. You know? i similarly yeah and i'll get upset yeah. when people yeah are like by me uh, exactly it's like if i'm gonna do something you better be into it or like, <laughs> or it's, yeah it's like this is uh it's like i thought you loved me yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's like i thought you loved me yeah i'm gaslighting Same, my friends to loving you by doing things that are like terrible <laughs> lauren I, I want to now before we dive into the search history, we do a little mm-hmm. banter off the top. Yeah, of we the do show. a little banter. So, uh, yes, ba- and I'm not talking about uh, the dating app from Ted Lasso. Okay? Oh, my Ted God. Lasso heads out there. Woo. So, so the banter. <laughs> Sound off. Speaking of, well, speaking of uh, Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, Olivia uh, Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Don't worry, darling. Uh, darling, I'm worried. We saw it last night. <laughs> and it was not good, you said. Yeah, troubling, if you will. It was... Yeah. um. Well, part one. Part one was amazing. When you say that, do you mean they're, do they divide the movie? Do they say part one, part no, two? No, but they may no. as well, or honestly, the way that it's written. <laughs> yeah, the way that it's written is, um, how do you say poorly? <laughs> how do you say fragmented? Do you say, yeah, incredibly uh, uh, not thought out. It's almost like they tagged on that ending just because they realized it was kind of boring. Well, they were like, we got to wrap this up. Give well, us something funny. I wrote some notes from our last episode that I wanted to follow up on. Oh, yeah. I have one note here called End of Harry Styles Trilogy because we have talked about Harry Styles with yes. this episode three times in a row. Yep. And I, I am saying oh we are not talking about Harry Styles afterwards more okay, after then this. Let's I don't get it all out after today. Yeah. So we're going to get it all out right here. Yeah, because if we say it a fourth time, he just might appear. And I don't want to disrupt <laughs> Harry his Styles, tour dates. Harry Styles. <laughs> so I wanted to ask both of you. Yes. The love of Harry Styles. Yes. Is it ironic? No. Is no. any piece of it ironic? No. Okay follow-up thought to that it started out as like okay like he's hot and british whatever Mm -hmm. has a good voice one direction fangirl alert and then it was like oh wait you're actually unbelievable in every single 
way deeply earnestly as yeah. well like now, what do you mean by that <laughs> beyond he's a good singer and he's attractive and 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 he's wears got fun charisma he's, he's so confident yeah like he loves mm. himself the same way i'm like talking about him i'm like i know him same, on a same. personal level so therefore oh. i know this because he told me personally yeah uh, no it's like he obviously loves himself so much and yes. it converts into such sexiness that i'm like wait i also am in love with you yeah like it's does, does that track it's not that he doesn't know he's beautiful no he definitely is well aware but i think that there's something super interesting about like how coy he was in person like i remember yes. in in early high school my friends were obsessed with harry styles and i kind of was like that's your thing maybe not for me I yes. don't want to jump in on that right away yeah and I, I I don't know about you were you like a huge One Direction fan I was not me either I, I was wasn't like, yeah I was I was obviously really like, close to it though yes, it was I, very adjacent yes I exactly the same thing I was like yeah he's good and he's funny I, or mm-hmm. backtrack he's like cute I'm in eighth grade <laughs> I'm like ah like puberty yeah. boys fun and then it's like <laughs> now looking back I'm like that was definitely like the first evolution of Harry Styles, like getting a hold of people. And yeah. now I'm like, as an adult, adult, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, he's he's like, um, yeah, I. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how I felt watching. Uh, I keep calling it. Please don't tell, darling. <laughs> Please don't tell, darling. darling. Last night, um, we were in the theater. Oh, something interesting in that. Uh, one of our friends we went to go see the movie with <laughs> something interesting <laughs> cool way to talk yeah um is that we invited uh this girl Lillian if you're listening love you <laughs> that we met in line for Harry Styles to come see the movie with us this weekend and when we saw it last night she told us like a lot of people are getting the ick from Harry Styles when they go see this film and she said she already kind of has the ick because being British is an ick, which I didn't even think about. I don't think people. being British is an ick. I, know. I think being British is me. hot. Like, there, we've talked about the ick before, I think, right? About, like, there's just some things, like, it, it's like the little critiques of someone that, like, it doesn't really matter. It, it's just like a, sometimes you see something and you're like, oh, why did that just totally alter my image of them? And it's it's things I have a really smaller. good example of yes. this. So... <laughs> My cousin, if you're listening, love you. <laughs> so um, her significant other was wearing a shirt that she like absolutely hated in like a public place. And she was so turned off by him, like wearing this shirt. Like she couldn't even like, he would like touch her or try and kiss her. And she was like, ew, get away from me. Like, it's like that kind of like weird, like, tiny like- thing. Watching somebody like like, plug their nose as they jump into a pool where you're like, oh, I didn't think you'd be that kind of guy. Or like I saw somebody like check their wash in a very bizarre way on the street. And I was like, oh, or like running to catch the subway and the door is closed and you're just like, do you think do you think the ick for British people is a response to like a lifetime of people being like oh my god british accents are so nice they're so good they're such good actors do you think it's just like now the worm has turned a little bit she told us she was like they age faster they bald quicker their teeth are 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 categorically worse which i do think that's interesting leading into stereotypes maybe a little but like sorry to sorry to our british listeners yeah sorry to our british audience (laughs) yeah yeah i i think my my girlfriend's mother listens to this and she's from the merry old land of i do want to give a special shout out to the um the Carsons, we love you. We love we, you. We, we love great. the Brits. Uh, rip the Queen. We love you heaps, if you will. So, uh, 
So okay, so it's it's you really do like him. There's yeah. no hint of irony in it. No, not no. anymore. No, exactly, not anymore. not anymore. At a point, I was like, there was though. You're saying yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, over the summer, we were hanging out with Zoe. Mm-hmm. Love you, Zoe. <laughs> and um, <laughs> friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And now every time Lauren is shouting out someone, she is putting up her. This is a, a podcast, so it's not a visual medium. <laughs> every time she's shouting someone out, she's putting her hands up to her mouth in sort of a shouting, hey, as if to to literal literally shout, shout you out. <laughs> so I just want to describe that for the a listener. Go I bet on. their palms are itching. Probably. Or their ears are burning. Um, but like she turned me on to Harry Styles like to this level. Mm-hmm. And I, and when we were first listening to it, I was like, yeah, he's good. The music is fun, but I don't mm-hmm. like get the obsession. And then I don't know, something switched. And now not only am I obsessed, my mother <laughs> is the biggest Harry Styles fan oh, in yes. the entire world. Like no joke. Like first off, she wanted to go to the concert so we were like obviously yeah let's go to the concert and then she's been like sending us harry styles content <laughs> on social media every day facebook instagrams um texting about it i'm like yeah it's a it's a pandemic if you will yeah. epidemic pandemic etc yeah. we've gone global <laughs> well uh we can talk about Harry Styles more on the show, but I wanted to know what this was. Yeah. That's why I wrote end of Harry Styles trilogy in quotes. I put irony versus reality. How do you now feel my about next him? Note yeah. How and, do you, huh? What are your thoughts on Harry? Um, I'm trying not to sound like a jealous boy. <laughs> no, no. You're allowed to not understand I don't, I don't really. I mean, I don't get what makes him different than every other version of him. I bet I guess your response would be there are no mm. other hymns. Yeah, I, I understand from the outside looking in that it does seem like no, a I, handsome. I, I get it because I'm a BTS fan. And so <laughs> love, I understand love. that there is a transcendent quality. These yes. pop stars that bridges uh, genders and yep. age mm-hmm. and age groups and uh, and things like that. Like I, I understand, but I, I but I guess... Yeah, I don't. Um, and if he's a bad actor, I don't know why that wouldn't just stop the hype. Because it's like, oh, he can't it's, do everything. It's stopping some people's hype. Yeah. Definitely. People are making videos like there's a video of a girl that's like crying in her car. And she's like, I got the ick from Harry Styles when I watched the movie. Because they really do make him. Okay, spoiler alert in five, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Are you going to watch this? I don't give a shit. I'm okay. going to watch it, but they I don't make care. him so he's like an incel at some point, oh. and he like looks that he has like a greasy, gnarly hair, and he's and like, like on four chan, and is like the worst yeah. vibe kind of guy. But like that's all we'll say. Cause there's kind of makes like, sense why Shia LaBeouf was the character originally. Yes, yes and watching totally. the movie, I was like, I Shia LaBeouf would have done a good job if he weren't, you know, um, yeah, a yeah. terrible person. Yeah. But that probably may have fed the performance because it's not a good guy. But we were also talking because it like about the movie. Would we have the same strong adverse reaction yes. if we didn't go in thinking like, okay, this movie has so much negative press around it. There's so much drama mm-hmm. within the cast there. The tabloids are going absolutely mm-hmm. crazy. I wonder if I would have viewed it from a different lens and been mm-hmm. like, okay, that was a weird movie. Yeah. And accepted some of the plot holes in a different way. But because I had this lens going in of like, this is a shit show yeah. and it's a train wreck that I'm just going to watch. I felt like it was, it lived up to those low expectations. And today's yeah. episode yeah. is brought to you by Don't Worry Darling in Go see theaters it. now. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It, 
uh, Olivia Wilde will be appearing next week on the show to talk <laughs> yes. about it. Uh, but yeah, no, I wish I looked like Harry Styles. I wish I had his hair. Me I wish too. I had his clothes. Me I wish everyone liked me. But other than that, I don't get it. <laughs> um, so let's talk now. My next note from our last episode, and this works because this I think this definitely ties into our guest here on the show, mm-hmm. is Sarah and I have been friends for many, many years. Uh, the dynamic of our friendship uh, is I, I went through the last episode and as I was editing, yeah. Sarah and I, uh, you know, we make each other laugh. We have very similar uh, uh-huh. senses of humor, but uh-huh. Sarah sometimes <laughs> is operating on a plane that I am just not. <laughs> um, t- to quote my father, when Sarah was reading some of her tweet drafts, oh God, uh, he said, uh, what did he say? I just don't get it. Oh, oh no. And you know what? I do. I understand that. No, no. I'm not using that as a criticism. I, no, no. I, I explained to him. I said, I it's said, Dad, everybody. no, that's like, that's like, they're, they're, those are jokes too. But the reason I bring this, <laughs> and, and so there are like, even as close as I am to Sarah, even as, yeah. as, as amused by her as Aww. I am, there are, are moments where she will uh, proffer something to me on the show and I won't understand what she's going for. And then I'll listen back like, I didn't understand during uh, last. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. Last week's note roulette. Oh, I didn't understand um, that the haiku part of it. Like you were saying, oh, we're gonna read these, oh. and we're gonna read them like. And I just thought we were reading notes, and then when you started to read them like haikus, I was like, oh, <laughs> that was the that was TVs. the point of this. Oh yeah, it was part of it. I thought you were gonna say you missed my. If you listen back to the last episode, yeah. maybe the episode prior. We, I tried to throw in a little reference about Mason Ramsey's yes. huge peen. But, but, think, but, and I don't mean that as a reason. I bring it up because, uh, you know, even as well as I know Sarah, there are just sometimes where I just can't pick up the ball she's throwing. Aww. And you guys are extremely successful sketch writing partners. My so word. I want to start a little segment called Inside the Sketch Writer Studio. Oh, so oh let, me, let me, let me, let me talk. So Do you guys feel you. Because you've you've only known each other, not even a year, right? Or have you known well, of each other? Um, we, maybe let's try and figure out when we met. Yeah, we have known we've known about each other For, since college. Yeah, because Sarah's best friend from home mm-hmm. is like my best friend from college. Mm-hmm. So we always knew that we yeah existed. Yeah, we but, just weren't physically together and like had no. We like didn't. We weren't like texting and messaging or anything like yeah. while we were in college. Really, like, were we? We like. Maybe. maybe like little like maybe we'd like hope to see each you. other yeah. and like been like oh cool like i don't know commenting on each other's stuff maybe yeah. but like we didn't get to like know each other know each other until like i don't know moving to the city we were more deeply yeah i moved to the city in december 2020 so whoa then before that right i don't know no, maybe not. I'm trying to think. I I feel like I, I've known you a long time. I feel time. like I've yeah, I feel yeah. like it's been longer, but I think that we actually have known each other for two known each other in the way of like being inside yeah. of one brain for mm-hmm. like two years. Well, I That's guess the point wild. I'm making is that is it seems based on your guys I've never, you know, been with you when you write sketches, mm-hmm. but I've seen you interact with one another and I've been in your sketch show and <laughs> It does seem like you've known each other longer. When Aww. did when did, did you got like what happened that made you feel like oh like there's something here we need to Ooh, work together? That's yeah. such a good question. Like we're this- picking this because because you either, like you're on the same wavelength or you're not. And it doesn't yeah. matter how long you've known someone. Mm-hmm. I think that we are a really good complementary yes. like set of friends because Lauren is so good at like matching up 
I don't know, like strengths, I guess, because the way that uh, like Lauren is very much like a battery. Like I feel like you have so much energy and so much like drive and it's like, oh, let's do this thing. And I feel like I'm a good at being like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. No, that is so true. I feel like I'm the type of person that's like, because we've always been like, we're always doing bits together and and laughing, all that. And we've I was in like a sketch writing class mm-hmm. and of course my first thought was like oh my god Sarah you need to read what I'm writing can I have feedback and whatever like, oh my god, I would love to I and, can't believe you're trusting me with something like this like this is what I actually love you and, know and I think part of that was like peripherally being in each other's lives for a couple of years prior knowing totally. like interest in whatever and then like we were both like wait a second there's actually something here because your edits are exactly what I couldn't get when drafting initially. And then it kind of was like, should we just try and write stuff together and see what happens? And And I think I needed somebody to be like, let's do this. And and that is what I'm good at where I was like, okay, you're in great. I'm going to research, reached out to the right people, like got everything going for us, like has been incredible. And like, booking the venues like getting the people on our side also like what you do you can maybe speak on this more but like in your professional life yeah is like it works so well with what we're doing too like you use all those skills to like email yeah. the right people and say like hey this is how we're presenting ourselves like I think some of the reason that we were picked up by the first venue we were at was because of like how legitimate your email yes. sounded and like we had our artwork ready and we like pitched the show as if we'd already been doing it for ages yes and I think that's like another way that we complement each other because yeah. for work I, I work at a PR agency oh, so I'm God. pitching all day long about yeah. things that I'm not really expert on yeah so it's like I know how to work my language to mm-hmm. be I don't know self-fulfilling I guess yeah, in yeah. that sort of way so it was just kind of like oh okay we have all of our ducks in a row so we're just gonna act like we do yeah even if everything's not completely done yet and no joke 24 hours after we sent the first like pitch email uh-huh. they were like can you Great. do a month from now and we were like yeah. yeah I guess we'll write a show now <laughs> yeah and that this is where I could speak so much to Sarah's strengths because uh-huh. like you I mean, obviously you're super creative and so funny and all that stuff, but you also are real, like you're an unbelievably talented artist and you have the ability to like tie in exactly what we were thinking and like put it on paper. And so it was like, it felt so legitimized from the beginning with like our posters and the way that we were writing our pieces. And then it kind of just morphed into something. And then literally we weren't expecting anything crazy and then we sold out and we were like oh, oh shit like this is so think cool you guys think we're funny yeah, <laughs> yeah. you sure yeah. and that, then like since then i feel like it's been pretty totally legit it's been awesome yeah. it, it feels like a kind of to echo something we were talking about last episode feeling like in any accomplishment it's never like oh i did that like it feels great yeah. to have like a partner in this yes. as well as like the entire cast that it's like oh like none of this could happen without Without everyone you know that is exactly it like I never say when I'm talking about the show I'm I'm never like I'm writing I'm producing I'm directing which we both are and it's crazy to say it out loud that that's like how the show is but it's so steeped in teamwork and every way and that sounds so like silly and no no but it's true yeah Yeah, like I'm so glad that we found each other and got to like well because it was it takes such like 
bravery and it gave me such confidence for you to be like can you read this sketch that I wrote mm. or like do and, you and want to write a sketch together you know your ideas in like the where <laughs> I was like having holes in my pieces I was like that's what I was missing and like I feel vice versa exactly yeah, yeah. Do you guys it, think uh you have that thing of part of the reason the partnership works is maybe it's not like um let's fix this let's fix this it's more like how do we build on this? Like, yeah. how definitely. We, oh, like, for sure. how does yes. like in which we've referenced a few times uh, in um, uh, the rehearsal, how Nathan is explaining writing yes, sketches the to uh, what's her name? Um, oh, uh, uh, the, the, the Christian girl. Yeah. He's explaining to her that like, he's like, <gasps> you know how sketches work. It has to escalate when he's doing the talking about the <laughs> yes. thing of eating the poop or whatever. It's like, it you guys, is your brain instead of going like, okay, what doesn't work about this? It's like the next totally. step is not fixing what's wrong. It's yeah. pushing it. Do, do you feel yeah. you have I think like, about too. And that's the, like, oh, oh, uh, <laughs> Lauren. I was gonna say, yeah, please. <laughs> I have the talking stick. <laughs> um, no, I feel like when our writing process, like we just speak in bits all day long. Mm-hmm. Like even on our Uber here, we were like, like <laughs> memeing around in the car. And yeah. it's just like with the way that our brains operate when we're together. It's like, oh, that was something funny idea. Yes. Put it on paper. And then just like, I think we have a good shorthand with yes, each other that it's yes. like, because we are on the internet far too much. Mm-hmm. I think it the three of us to, yeah, probably. And so online. you can yeah. say like a couple words and you're like, oh, I know exactly what Vine from 2013 you're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's so true for this situation. You know, yeah. like the idea that we've talked about before, which is like giving an example of what is happening now to connect in another level yeah. about mm-hmm. a situation. Yeah. yeah. Speaking in references and yes. things. Yes, yes. exactly. But yeah, I was, I was just saying, it's like you guys, you have such a good um, rapport. And it's like, I've known Sarah so long and, and we have such a good rapport. Yes. But there are times where I believe on the last episode, <laughs> you said the, I smell like meat. And I went, is oh. that a clip? I smell like I didn't know. I smell like beef. I smell yeah. like beef. And I was like, is that a clip? And you're like, is that a clip? And 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 I, uh, hey. you know, and then sometimes I, uh, I will, I'll quote the immortal bard, and yeah. Sarah yeah. Won't, won't know what I'm. That's doing, where I'm like, so. damn. But listen, uh, the fact that we said in unison last episode. <laughs> what did we say young woman yeah to describe At a the person same time, we described a person as a young woman <laughs> that is so neat i was like, young woman like that's why i am so oh maybe oh. this is a perfect segue, segue. which what? i think that like the holy trinity <laughs> is going to be bonded forever after this podcast okay. as i honestly i'm gonna do a, a share i'm gonna do a share on the pod that's right you guys listen up <laughs> mm-hmm. um when we first started writing our sketch show, I didn't know, like, I was concerned about, like, obviously I thought about, I want to have Jackie in the show. I was insecure about my own writing to think, like, because I know our, like, you would tell me, because I respect your comedic opinion, if you did not, like, vibe with something that I was writing. Mm-hmm. And I, it wasn't that I was scared of your criticism, but I just wanted to, like, impress you and I wanted to impress like all of our friends and I was everyone like everyone should seek to impress me <laughs> yeah no but seriously because I like I value your comedic opinion and like outside of your comedic opinion just value your opinion and I remember like thinking together like I don't know like I don't totally know Lauren's writing style yet like mm-hmm. I don't know if if like I was like it's too soon I can't introduce the two of you yet almost mm-hmm. um then once we did get you on to like our second show and you guys have just been in each other's worlds a little bit too. Yeah, 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 um, everything was like honestly fell into place in my brain 
when <laughs> Jackie, you mentioned a very special song to me yes. and independently said, uh, have you shown this to Lauren? And it was such a perfect, I was like, you know, Lauren so well, like this is such a beautiful Trinity. She will love this song. It literally made my night. Sarah was edging me too for so long. Even using the word edging, like we're already there. Exactly. It's because the three of us, like if you took off our little skin suits, you would see like three Three eight year old boys that just learned how to masturbate. It's just, we're little freaks. Well, the video Wait. is the, the video is the monster fuck, which for the unfamiliar, we're included a link to it in the description. But the monster fuck is from the po- my my one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, yeah a sister Comedy podcast of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy Bang Bang. Everything's our sister podcast, <laughs> except the Joe Rogan show. That's our racist uncle who comes to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Boo. Uh, yes. The uh, the monster fuck is. Uh, Nick Weiger of the Doughboys podcast comes uh, our sister podcast. He plays a character named Leo Carpazzi who supposedly wrote the original uh, Monster Mash, but then it got changed. And in his original version, it's the monster fuck. And it's a very crass um, depiction of a monster orgy. It's just like it's it's as if. You told a 12-year-old, like, you can say any Anything curse you word want. that you would ever yeah. want. It's like, call the sludges! <laughs> like, uh, the white streak in Frankenstein, the Bride of Frankenstein's hair Has is, come in her hair. Has come. Of course. There's, I believe there's a spider, a giant spider oh, at some point is I fucking someone. I all of her holes like a bowling ball. Yeah, yeah. There's a, okay, uh, just for the audience, okay. um, I'll just read out a couple of these yeah, please highlights. Do, please Let's do. see if I can find a spider. <laughs> <laughs> this is so like don't listen to this please parents um uh i'll just uh spoken word dracula <laughs> god damn oh but frankenstein's bride was the biggest slut dracula got balls deep in her butt <laughs> she got titty fucked by a giant, giant spider, spider. jizz made the streaks in, in her, her hair, hair much even wider <laughs> This is, it's such a nasty, gnarly fuckery. That is so funny. It is so like, the first time I ever heard it, I was like, Jesus Christ. And I kind of was like, my word. Back when I like couldn't, mm-hmm. I still sometimes. Well, I, like, taught, I taught Sarah that poop and pee can be funny. Yeah. I, of yeah. course poop and pee is funny. But like, obviously. And, like, like, coming from a girl who was, I, I remember whispering to my mom on the way to Kroger in the parking lot am I allowed to say the word fart? And she said, no. And I said, okay. Never and then and from that now. day, yeah, cut, cut to now, it's like a nightmare. But still, I think I do get some of that excitement too because I'm like, oh, this is like still kind of freshly naughty to me and hilarious. Well, yeah. I, I had the absolute opposite experience because I grew up in a very poop-friendly household. Me oh, too. The two Farting of you. in front of each other. Yeah. in front of oh, each I other. Heard of, what? Wait. Oh, oh. What did you say? I said in my household, it was the same of like farting. farts were funny and people would yes. fart in front of each other. Oh my God. Like, I thought you said pooping in front of no. each other. <laughs> farting constantly, like always talking about disgusting. Yes. Like, and like, it's so oh, bad. Yeah. Like my dad is like, poop is to him like god tier funny he's like <laughs> nothing to me is funnier than like disgusting steamy shit and i'm like yes and so <laughs> so now <laughs> so like and at first like i feel like when me and sarah first became friends we we're like hi yeah like 
Hi. Hi. Like, do you think that like yeah, right. Piss like, face. And now it's like, yeah, the, the monster jizzed in her open <laughs> gaping asshole. Well, speaking of open gaping assholes, <laughs> we're going to go through Lauren's search history. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side, we'll we'll talk a little about Lauren, about the, the types of stuff she searches, yes. a little about her interests, and then yeah. uh, and then we'll rattle off some of those searches. That How's that sound? Perfect. We'll Beautiful. do our best to try and embarrass you, but uh, this is going to be a tough With no shame. Yeah. It, my search history, I was looking through it, and it's like hilariously embarrassing. I oh, think there good, are parts good. of it. We'll just get into it. Yeah, stay All right. tuned. See you on the other side. was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise his trousers dropped right to the floor with his bottom bare he ran to the door i said frankenstein what's gotten into you he said my dick is hard and i need to screw we are back on the show. Uh, so we're going to dive in. We, we've got some juicy, juicy searches. Yeah, so but sick. first, let's get to know what a, the person we are getting. And, you know, like Lauren's always doing bits. And this is the most earnest I've ever seen her with this mic in her face. I know. So I'm going to take advantage of it. Go for it. Lauren, tell us about yourself, where you're from. Aww. Are uh, you kidding? Tell me about. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Long Island, New Long York. Long Island, New York. Long Island. You went to. Uh, Rutgers. No, writer. I went to writer musical theater. Oh, writer. Duh. I yeah. knew it was an art. Oh, that's an art. Uh, and you studied musical theater. Hell yeah. Do you still want to do that or do you consider Hell yourself a no. writer full time now? <laughs> do I? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't. This is a nuanced answer. Sure. I don't like the hustle, grind, mm-hmm. yeah, open call, mm-hmm. cookie cutter aspect of musical theater at all and there are some people that are really successful in that and like that live for that type of drive that are like no I want to get up at 5 a.m. I want to get seen at this thing Mm -hmm. I want to go to a thousand dance classes a week and like hustle hustle so I can like Mm -hmm. be a working actively working actor like all due respect to those types of people Mm -hmm. I discovered quite early on that that was not what I wanted to do and when I was in school everyone was auditioning for summer stock all the time. And and I realized I started to like have the switch when I was like, why do I, not only am I not going out for these auditions, I have no desire to. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, if I, if I obviously don't want to do this the way that it is being presented to me, how can I be like, I I love to act. I Mm -hmm. consider myself like good at it. Yeah. I I was about to say, you're a great actor. And and I love performing. And I was like, obviously, I've been successful in plays. I've been successful in musicals I, at school. I did a summer stock contract. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. But I, I never had that like same intrinsic desire to like go for that top, top musical theater mm-hmm. like dream. And like for some musical theater people, it's like the dream is summer stock contracts, cruise contracts, mm-hmm. tour contracts. And I never wanted that. And obviously, like if the opportunity came about where it was like, congrats, you have the opportunity to be on Broadway, it would obviously yeah. not be like, nah. not for me. No, yeah. like, of course, yeah. But since I guess the pandemic and having the pandemic coupled with this realization that I was experiencing throughout college, I've just been like, 
I want to perform and produce work that is meaningful to me Mm -hmm. and that's such a broad statement and not necessarily work that I've written but just like something that speaks more to my artistic goals and like sketch writing kind of just happened so yeah so how did that happen so I was always a part of like comedies on campus Mm -hmm. I was really I was in a flea in her ear at school, which is amazing. Wait, yeah. wh- who were you? So I-, I was rugby in a flea in her ear. Who, who, which character Shoot, is which that? One is so that? that's the one that has like the ongoing bit with the prostitutes in and out of run. But we like basically revamped the entire script and our show, our school, our director was unbelievable. And he treated the entire production like a writer's room because a flea in her ear like is such an old yeah. farce and mm-hmm. it's, it's, dry if it's not done right Mm -hmm. and like it turned into like my character was supposed to be this like pimpy british man that ended up being this like jersey woman with like huge puffy hair like long nails like crazy like that type of thing and it was really fun like it and it felt like a writer's room and Mm -hmm. i was like i am thriving here how do i do this all the time Mm -hmm. and then that was like a back burner thing and then during the pandemic i was like i have nothing except for work yeah at my parents house so i um took a sketch writing class and then right away it was like this is exactly that same Mm -hmm. feeling that i had when i was working on that play and and also when i was on my summer stock contract i was in um a farce version of pride and prejudice and i was like oh again the same pattern of like heightened comedy Mm -hmm. plus creating and devising from scratch and so that's like kind of how that happened. so what comedy do you think is throughout your life been like most influential on your Ooh. tastes oh, that is such a good question i know i'm like uh, i don't even know uh, i'm trying to think i'm like, trying to think like okay i feel like you definitely vibe with i think you should leave. i was about to say i feel like i think you should leave is like my peak mm-hmm. humor that mm-hmm. like absolutely abstract wacko mm-hmm. type of humor like gets me every time but also like alana glazer is my absolute Mm -hmm. like idol i'm obsessed Mm -hmm. with her and i love what i love about broad city and the way that she writes is like she has those elements of absurd but it comes across so naturally oh yeah it comes across so naturally that she's just like saying crazy shit yeah, that and makes sense for her character that mm-hmm. makes sense in her character in such a realist setting and that's kind of like i guess the same thing with i think you should leave like specifically if you've watched <laughs> the show uh-huh. like the sketch with like the fucking receipt and he's <laughs> eating the receipt and he's like mud pie like obviously back to pissy shitty humor <laughs> but like th- just that these words are coming out of this character's mouth in like this regular birthday party setting. It's like that type of stuff I think has influenced the way that I write. And also honestly, just like things that I observe in day to day life. Like I'm trying to like the first sketch that I ever wrote, which didn't make it into our last two shows because it's just mm. like not as strong as our our new writing totally but which obviously like that happens when you i don't know i feel like we could have it in this next show like i don't know i, w- I would want to read it again now we would and have see to revisit it from. and like tweak a bit but yeah. like i go to the same bar all the time and i was like oh this would be funny if this character like lived in a bar mm-hmm. and it was just her home and mm-hmm. like that was like so i feel like it's an influence of like personal life experience observing and like jotting down funny things totally. that happen and also like being 
impacted by like the media I'm consuming. What nostalgic things like anything from your childhood that you Ooh. think has it doesn't even have to be comedically that has because we talk a lot about like like definitely what, I mean what a what has had a lasting impact mm. oh my god well I come from a very loud psychotic Jewish family <laughs> in every sense of the word like like my grandparents are absolute characters oh this is like making me laugh because when me and my sister were younger we would literally just perform for our family yeah. imitating oh, yeah. our grandparents so that's where that comes from. over and over like <gasps> Like, I would love that. If my kid were going to imitate my parents, I'd be like, more of no, this. No, my parents were like, peanuts. Like, you yeah. like, keep going. Dance monkey, dance. Dance monkey, exactly. Yes. And like, my grandparents are just so, the best way to describe them is like, they're the most exaggerated version of like, Jewish New Yorkers are from Brooklyn. They're yeah. loud. They're George Costanza's parents. Yes. <laughs> but like, so not in like not self-aware yeah, at all uh-huh. like uh, earnest is not the right word to describe it but it's so genuine i guess yeah. so synonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like like they'll be fighting and they're like i told you it's bagel duck boss not bagel <laughs> boss turn right here like screaming <laughs> at each other in the car and it's like that type of thing of like it, that to me is comedy 101 wow oh, so fully you come from a family do all of your uh family have that sort of outgoing personality yeah i mean my dad is hilarious sarah has totally i think you met him too briefly the show he's super loud and funny and he's does bits all the time did anyone else go into theater or any kind of no i'm the only actor in my family wow wow. so the rest of them they're just insane regular people people do you ever do you ever think like what if they had that outlet what oh my uh, god i I think if my dad had an artistic outlet Mm. he would be so much like less stressed out because mm. <laughs> he like he works in finance and yeah. he's super you know type a in his mm-hmm. work but like he comes home and it's a tornado of energy mm-hmm. yeah um so it, it is interesting to think about my sister is not that way i mean she's a fantastic painter mm-hmm. but she works at she's going to uh med school she's pre she works at Genius. wild cornell hospital so very not this vibe what how many siblings do you have i just have one sister just older uh younger 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 yeah. younger older siblings yeah baby yeah, man. Oh. are you the favorite Ooh. child oh, i i'm <laughs> definitely not the favorite uh, <laughs> actually wait let me backtrack okay i think i'm the more chaotic child spoiler mm-hmm. alert like <laughs> i know that comes as a shock to everyone here like I got in trouble so much more than my sister. Really? Like yeah. a perfect example of this. I was going into my sophomore year of college and my friends and I were all going to GovBall, uh, the music festival. Mm-hmm. And I literally, no joke, within five minutes of getting there, passed out. <laughs> I had alcohol poisoning. Oh my God. And I was like in the IV tent, <laughs> like shit. in the fucking medical tent. And my s- poor sister is home cleaning up my room, really like clearing the evidence, like oh scrubbing all the, like the fucking booze out of my room, like throwing <laughs> the weed down the toilet, like all that stuff. <laughs> and so like, I'm definitely the more chaotic child. So sure. like in that sense, I'm not the favorite because like, there's there's more drama that that I create. I would say that follows me, but I absolutely create it myself. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some manufactured. Um, but with that, I think like my parents think I'm very fun and like want to hang out around that. Yeah, oh. I, I think that's the case with me too. I think yeah. I was the favorite, but now as life has taken its yes. uh, course, and <laughs> my sister has 
had a career and I have not and mm-hmm. is very much the horse to bet on in terms of them having someone taking care of them later in life. <laughs> yeah. I think Maggie has become their favorite, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still the straw that stirs yes. the drink. They're still like, okay, we got to get Jackie in here so he can. So the minute I stop dancing for peanuts, <laughs> it, yes. it's going to it's gonna be bad. Uh, Jackie, mm. exactly to a T. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're like, okay, I know Hannah has her shit together. Like the... A perfect yeah. example. I was <laughs> talking to my sister and she was like, I'm so stressed. I don't know what type of credit card to apply for. I was like, <laughs> I overdrafted my account last week. <laughs> my parents were like, Jesus I didn't I, I didn't know you were supposed to have a credit card till oh. a month or two ago. Oh I was God. like like building good credit. Ew, and stuff. Ew, and that's I, such a nightmare. I, I, I like had a whole nightmare. thing. So I, fake, I was I having mean. a whole art. Yeah, I was having yeah, a whole argument with, with, with my is. girlfriend. of like, what do you mean I can't get stuff if I don't have credit? I, I don't have debt. Shouldn't that be exactly. enough for this? Like, I don't do have I debt. need to I'm buy really, a No, no. It's all made up. It's so, so stupid. I wish I could just pay for things. Like if cash was still around. Yes, I would be such a cash hoarder if I could. I would pay for everything in cash no trail no oh need no need to explain anything yes oh Ugh. right now i'm getting i did a uh, coloring book for an organization which was awesome and very cool and i'm glad that they liked it and now we're at the payment <laughs> part and it's like i was like please just venmo me or paypal me and they're Seri- like, oh, absolutely. We're a legitimate company and we actually don't think that's like a secure way to send money so we are not going to do that so can you like sign up for this like bill thing and like, i was like oh my god like i don't want to be an llc like yeah. please god just like can you just like put money in an envelope and address it to me like but if you I become an llc you can no. write stuff off <sighs> you have that you have that but you also like Ew, oh, no you, i like, know there's I, like it, pros it's i'm like such no, a thing god, i know just give me please. i, I want to make pdt industries a, a llc so i can write off my internet bill. oh yeah, yeah we can write off our wi-fi <laughs> you should do that actually. no i know yeah we've there's there's some like i hate like <laughs> omfg i'm so embarrassed nothing. a sketch show productions <laughs> absolutely <laughs> this can be all be under like one big umbrella well now now that uh we know about uh you know now that we have clearly displayed that you will will dance for peanuts yes. and, and do whatever you're told for entertainment dance let's go into the dance. search history let's- sarah why, <laughs> yeah. why don't you hit us with one of those searches well lauren uh <laughs> i i just kind of picked the fun stuff obviously because uh, it seems like we're not afraid of anything here but i just have so it's more curiosity yeah. feeling this I'm not if you have no. anything you want to offer up as well yeah you're done. welcome to okay. um but this isn't gotcha media this yeah. is uh this is a fun <laughs> interview with our friend <laughs> Um, I did have a question about, this was a very recent search of yours. I just wanted to know what spurred it and what you were trying to get out of it. Uh, I, there must be a story here. You looked up 1800s American spiritualism, which felt like, I wish I caught the time that you had searched it. But oh, it was like probably 1 a.m. Okay. after watching a TikTok, Excellent. of course. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. That's a good segue into a good uh, rabbit hole. Yeah, um... What did you uh, hope to find? I well, okay. What Obviously, was like I was watching this TikTok and it was like, <laughs> all girls have one of these, and it's like obsessed with random internet deep dives. It's like, yes, obviously me. And then this girl was like, have you heard of 1800s American spiritualism? It's like, no, what is that? Yeah, me either. Turns out, it's literally like a manufactured religion. Kind of. Do you know the play The Rainmaker? Yeah, I don't. A la that. So it's a play about this guy that comes into like a small town and 
like there's a musical based off of it and okay. he basically is like i can make it rain here like if you partake in my snake oil got type it. of got it religious like, uh, experience will from oklahoma or not will the other one the other uh, guy that comes in and is like peddling something fake yeah like he's uh, a man con artist comes yes. in, yeah yeah but it, what's his takes name? it to a religious level yes rain so man. So yeah, so <laughs> Rain Man, Rain Man. Tom oh, like Rain Man. Oh like Rain yeah, Man. like just like Rain Man. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Just like Tom Cruise is Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it and it, these two girls basically like thought that their house was haunted, and turns and they like got all these people to come and like see their house. But it turns out these two siblings were bored in their house, and they were making these sounds by like cracking their toes and fingers <gasps> so it sounded like their house was creaking because this is in like the 1800s so like <laughs> the way that homes were built was way more rickety and echoey yeah, totally. so they were like cracking their toes and stuff and fingers and the parents were like oh my god priests religious people in this small <laughs> town come and see this like there's like haunting going on and then the other sister was like hmm this is a business opportunity and nice. basically like marketed the two sisters as like healers like <gasps> spiritual healers and it like ended up spawning out into this uh, religious movement like, called spiritualism that almost has like similar ties to the u.s like mormonism does where it's like god was found in the u.s mm. and like america is the holy land so it was that type of deep that dive is isn't that wild but it started out as like a con yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. like a little like did you yeah, exactly that? just like that <gasps> and the, a ghost. but the girls knew they were ripping people off yes yeah yeah Wow. Okay. I love that. It's crazy. I, I nothing but respect for my American spiritualist. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hashtag not my American spiritualist. <laughs> Have you guys ever had any interactions with the, the other side? With the great beyond. Um Ooh. I used to do Ouija boards in high school all the time. Yeah. But for fun. It actually told me I was going to BYU, speaking of Mormons. We would ask it stuff like that. We went to a like did you uh, a end up at BYU? burial ground that was located. <laughs> yeah, did you, <laughs> yeah, did you go there? No, uh, I remember my friends and I. We went out to there's a town called Flower Mound in uh, Texas, and we went out to Flower Mound. There's like a important spiritual hill of sorts that also happens to be located in a Tom Thumb parking lot. Mm -hmm. So we went there. We went on top of this hill that was gated off. I'm sorry, I don't know what the hill's about. My bad. <laughs> We took out a Ouija board and we all Ouija'd together. We'd sometimes, oh my God, Zoe was doing this in graveyards. Like, it was just like a fun pastime. We took it with zero, like, I know some people are really freaked out by Ouija boards. I think that they're just like a silly game yeah. because it's made up. I think people who are freaked <laughs> out by that stuff or are leftover, like, that's, that's, even whether they're religious or not, that's yeah. leftover like Christian guilt of like that's devil shit. Totally, yeah. I think that it's like just I don't in have case that because I'm Jewish. Oh, true, so, true. Oh yeah. Like that was like never. It wasn't like the devil. You're going to hell. <laughs> it was like oh, ha ha. Let's play with the Ouija board. And it's like totally. Did you move it? Like obviously, yeah. Like yeah, 100%. we're the ones moving it. Yeah, we're, we're clicking our fingers and saying there's a ghost. Yes. Like, um, but yeah, I loved playing with. I Ouija do boards. though think that like they're ought to be something out there yeah you think ghosts, ghosts are real? aliens oh how are there not other life forms i think it's just silly to be well aliens i think aliens, definitely like, exist but i don't think they're like little green beeping no. No, monsters no. but i think I like think they're living things like yes. plants and it trees could be bacteria a billion light years on a rock away exactly totally. so i think it's asinine to think that there's only life on earth because it's like we're one planet in a massive universe but i, I mean ghosts oh ghosts <laughs> uh yeah i would 
let's say like haunting is real to some really? extent. I think that like you mm. have energy and something that's alive yes. and that energy is dispersed yes. when you mm. die. That is exactly like I, I don't know if I necessarily believe in like. I do not think ghosts are real. Yeah. I think I'm finding out right now though. Uh, yeah. Like I'm. I, I left I, space for it but yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm more apt to believe in like an alien something than I am like ghost well it is halloween it's, it's approaching it's approaching <gasps> October. Scary dare i dare i say the spookiest month of the calendar year dare you say dare i say can we get another search uh yes indeed hit me with another search <laughs> oh uh, speaking of something scary let's comfort <laughs> ourselves with something a little sexy oh, yes. how about nick kroll shirtless <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Does that do it for you? Okay, I know so it does. He, I like, know it does. Obviously, Nick Kroll smash a hundred percent. Smash. Yes, you don't think Nick Kroll is hot? Smash or pass? No, I think he's Isn't funny. His dad's a billionaire. Yeah, I found oh, this yeah. out. Jewel, I found that out Jewel's today Kroll? actually on TikTok. I, no, oh. I was on the phone with my mom, and I we were talking about "Don't Worry, Darling," and I was like, "Do you know Nick Kroll was in it?" She was like, "Yeah." Can you believe that he started? Well, actually, he didn't start from nothing. His dad's a billionaire. I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, cool, Uh yeah." I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. He's a hot. Was he shirtless and don't worry, darling? No, I, but I needed to see what he looked like. You sought it out. Yeah. I have not (laughs) seen him shirtless. I can't picture him shirtless. Um, dad bod, but like in a hot way. All right. So dad bod. Hmm. My two types, Nick Kroll shirtless, Timothy (laughs) Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah. uh, Speaking of. A quick segue. (laughs) Okay. Timothy Chalamet, girlfriend. Which is he dating someone right now? No, but it should be me. Yeah. Uh, who, who is he dating? Was he? Has he been dating anyone? <laughs> <He's> <laughs> d- <laughs> the way the roll. Like uh-huh. I wish you could have seen how Lauren just rolled her eyes. Who? I like. I'm so passionate about this because like this is my deepest delusion that I talk yeah. about all the time. I OTP believe it in my truest of deepest core that Timothy Chalamet would absolutely be head over heels in love with me what are you talking about i, I know you don't think you don't think they so? would gel well, no I, like he's I, a new york city kid if you just think of like, like the basics minus the fame what like you don't think he, he would grew love up me? in new york city didn't he go to LaGuardia? yes like, he he's like an actor he, he's, he's hilarious like, and hot he's not jewish but he's he like is he's jewish, jewish. Yeah, yeah like he is spiritually you don't think he would jewish love me? I, I mean i i i, I can't say you're do right you think that, i think you, do you would think be the fun his, do you think that he's out of my league is is that what you're saying? No, I, I just, I just, it's hard for me to imagine that happening, but I guess like you're. Their personalities next to each other or the actual the, intricacies the, of like it, him meeting the, yeah, and that. being like, I'm leaving it all behind. Oh, yeah. okay. That's, he doesn't have to leave well, it no, behind. He wouldn't yeah. leave it all behind. He can take me with him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But oh, he's going to marry, he's going to end up with another celeb. Uh, I've got a I great, uh, this is something that I think is a really, I heard this from um, one of our amazing listeners out there um this is such a good deal to me that uh carson's uh something in her relationship is like if you're allowed to leave me for a celebrity as long as you and your new celebrity partner find someone for me Mm. i think that's such a good it's not a great like i would do that yeah like if timothy came up to you you'd be like if if timothy was like i want to be with you i'd be like cool (laughs) set my boyfriend up with someone too so we're all in good hands exactly okay so who would you be okay with your significant other leaving you for and who would you hope they would set you up with I mean, oh. if I'm already like protected by the longevity of like a oh God, still no one. All right, fine, fine, fine. I don't know if I uh, would. Who be would like... you leave your significant other for, and then? Uh, oh, where do I begin? Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, well, don't yeah. say it like that. And who would you be fine with them leaving you for? 
Oh, um, I would leave him for Timothy. Duh. Yeah. Okay. And I would need like, like a literally a wager. Who? Oh, that was not saying a name. I was saying I'll I like I will wager. Oh, I will a. wager a. But like oh, I'll I'll wager a. Oh, her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, of course I'll wager. Yeah. She's no. cute, but she's like not like funny. Well, right. So that's the thing. I would. They like, would have to be. It, it not has to be funny. someone that's like not like me. Like yeah. she can Any, be like she can be model. hotter than me. We've talked about that on the show of like if your partner were mm-hmm. to end up with someone else, you would hope it would be like someone totally opposite you because yes. then you're like, okay, it wasn't yes, yes, yeah. yes, it just exactly. wasn't gonna work. Like I yeah, uh, like Temptation it, Island rules. Yes. Like it would be like, oh okay. <laughs> yes. The Temptation I, this is Island principle. So not yeah. personal because it is literally <laughs> it's like a <laughs> <laughs> when you don't get a role and it's like oh well obviously they cast someone tall and blonde <laughs> so like it was never gonna be me anyway <laughs> it's like <laughs> i know exactly. do you know that feeling yes, yes, yes. so yes, niche yes. but it's like that justification that we do for ourselves where it's like mm, that's to fine. protect yeah. our egos yeah oh, that is so funny yeah oh I, i'm trying to think who i would choose it's like they would have to be not funny if i found it like that would be more uh scary to me if if somebody made them laugh than somebody made them mm-hmm. like was like oh that person's hot yeah you guys you're not you're not gonna say who, who mm. you i don't know i'm, I'm really trying thinking. to think of someone do you have somebody that you'd be like listen if if elizabeth left me yeah yeah, yeah like a specific uh, person uh i think daniel craig I would also be fine with Daniel Craig because yeah. because because okay, so we all pick Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah Daniel we'll, we'll be, Craig because because he uh, first of all like n- not me, not my type. Also, I love him. Also, James Bond. Mm. I, exactly, I'm a big fan. So I'd be like, okay, can I like meet him? Yeah, yeah. like yeah, totally. Like, can I, I be to, his friend? I exactly like I need Zach to date someone that's mm. a celebrity that like I can benefit from as well. Like, I think. So I what need about to Florence? Like, what about like Beyonce? Florence Pugh? Yeah. Yeah, I would be cool with that. She's. I wouldn't. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Maybe I feel too aligned with her. You are a little mm. bit aligned with her because you're both you. like tiny, also, beautiful blonde. Wow. A. Uh, thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. B. Also, like my, the ego inside of me that was like, I'm just too similar to Florence Pugh. <laughs> is my what my gut just told me right then? Be like. <laughs> We're just too that similar. Work. That wouldn't that work. work. It would never no, but work. Like, it, yeah, like Zach could date someone like like Sydney Sweeney because she's like Awuga twelve year old boy designed her. <laughs> no, I mean like I know I know I know what you mean. I know oh, what you mean. Speaking of this is such a bad tangent. No, okay. My friend and I got really high and we like came up with this thing that Sydney Sweeney and I don't mean this as this is gonna sound so like anti feminist no, to me no. and I don't mean it like this at all. Oh, we came up with this insane bit that <laughs> Sydney Sweeney was designed in a lab by incels because oh. she's like <laughs> like it's like it, she she's is like physically too perfect. perfect. She's physically perfect and Hilarious. she's above like, eighteen, but she looks under eighteen. Oh, she has her like, boobs what is it are called? massive. The eyes where you can see her, the whites around. Yeah, she has sepaku. Yeah, she has like eye like she has like beautiful doe eyes, and she's like super yes. into vintage cars. I'm looking up what I mean right now. I hope this isn't something kinky. I have heard this on the internet. It's like it's like a kawaii thing. I just looked it up. Oh, thank you. It's called sanpaku eyes. Sanpaku. What does that mean? Your face is more of a threat from within. Oh, that's not. It look. It's like you can see under underneath your eyes, like Uh, the white. Like when you look up and you can see that. Oh, I see. I see. But you can see more of the whites of your eyes. Yeah. Gotcha. So she has like seductive 
eyes and yes. she's really into cars yeah. and like yes, country yes, music yes. like you know totally. that some like trump loving i fuck my pickup truck incels like yes <laughs> oh lauren i thought of another song that you're gonna love what <laughs> oh we oh. gotta show you this episode this is another comedy, comedy bang, bang, bang bang where oh my god a song with drew tarver and, and carl tart carl tart so they sing a country song funny. about like they humanize the car to the point that they're like in love with their car. They have a ch- half child, half human, half yeah. car baby. Human skin truck and, baby. And in the song, Send the car, me, obviously. the yep. car yep. baby is like, why am I alive? Why car do I baby. exist? I'm a monster. <laughs> so All right. Can we do another yeah, search? Let's, uh, I, I think we've heard a, a good portion about the uh, pros and cons of Timothy and Nick and uh, general Judaism. Let's hop to YouTube. Um, <laughs> uh, you did look up as a uh, MT, former current and with no, inside of you. So you looked up a song that I think I looked up also recently, which made me laugh. It's from um, uh, 35 millimeter, I believe. Huh? Oh, the ballad of Sarah Barry. I saw what that. The fuck is this? Are you familiar oh, yeah. with it? Okay. You want to sing a couple bars for Jackie? No, um, I don't even remember it. How now it goes. Sarah Barry yeah. was a popular bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was like, it's like some teeny bopper musical theater yes. song. And I saw a cabaret and that show <gasps> That I mean, that song was in it, and I was like, "That was really good," and I wanted to hear so what it was. It was so catchy; it gets stuck it, in my it head. It got sometimes. so stuck in my head, so like I didn't even know what it was from. And I saw the show, and I like took note of it and looked it up. It's a song, Jackie and listeners, if you're unfamiliar, <laughs> that is uh, like. I, I don't know the whole show at all. So this is just like yeah. my, sorry, I'm probably going to get a lot it. of this wrong. But there's like a girl named Sarah Barry. Her parents are like pressuring her to be prom queen. And she's right, like and kind she of like a psychopath. Everyone. And yeah. she kills all of her competitors, like anybody who could be it. And it's just like a zany, funny, kind of Halloween-y song. It is spooky, that's like, yeah. But the girl that I saw sing it did mm-hmm. such a good job. Ooh. Like she... She killed it. I'll what be are you honest. doing yeah. going to musical theater cabarets? I, okay, this is even more cringy. It was the French Woods, my oh boy camp. Oh my God. Reunion cabaret. That's right. And I went, Lauren was a French Woods kid. I was a French Woods kid. And I went with my friend from camp. We were like, let's go watch this. And it was. You had a French Woods reunion? No, I, I didn't. Like, I have, the cabaret was like oh, French Woods yeah. sings XYZ. Cute. At 54 this, below. But that's how Lauren knows Marcus. Lauren knows Crawford. Yeah, you went to Frenchwoods. I did. Yeah. How, many, how many summers at Frenchwoods? Oh my God, this how is many too tours did you do? <laughs> yeah, tours? finally we're going to do Like tours of Iraq. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah. How long did you serve? How long at did Frenchwoods? I serve? serve? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eight summers? <gasps> I know. No way. I, I didn't know. know that. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I drank mean, the Kool Aid. I was down listen, bad. At the time, like, that did seem like, wow. Once I it got to college, so I was like, interlocking well, what? What I, uh, the fuck are you I don't want to uh, create beef here. Do it. Stage but I'm, I was a stage door. Kid. I don't care though. I'm, I'm not. No, I'll, I'm, no, me neither. I'm not I only did two summers at Stage Door. It was terrible. Oh. Yeah. That was. I wasted my. Uh, it's expensive. So it's expensive. Oh, yeah. It. Uh, it's. It, I'm sure it's just a fun horny excursion. It is. It literally is like. It's the monster mash. It's the monster fuck. It's <laughs> yeah. like. It's literally twelve year olds being like. What am I feeling? Oh <laughs> like, yeah. I want to bone Fiero bad. Y- yes, it's like and Fiero it's is like, like I, I get don't to know kiss. about my sexuality. <laughs> it's like I get to kiss Jean Valjean, and we're gonna make out, yeah. and it's gonna be disgusting. It's like all about the showmances. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's all I picture. Time. 
Oh my god, it's so competitive though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. They, they had that uh there's like that MTV show. Is that made yeah. or and no, it it's... literally took place. Yes. Because it that they recorded that my first summer there <gasps> when I was like a babette. Are you in, in 2008? No, I'm not oh, in it. Because I was like god. I was 10 and you had to wear these special wristbands in order to be allowed to go on camera. And like when you signed up to, when you registered for camp, yeah, they were like click like check here. And we'll mail you the wristband so you can come to camp with it and like sign in and they can know that they can put your face on camera or like instead of blurring it out when the cameras are around. Mm. And I was like, mom, dad, please, I have to be in it. And they were like, are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely not. <laughs> and the, of course, the, as soon as I got to camp, I like found one on the floor and was like, like, <gasps> like lubing up my arm and like, like fit it on, fit it on, get me on camera. That I did not. What's your cringiest so summer camp memory? doesn't have to be oh theater. Oh, my God. There are so many. Ugh. My cringiest. So or like, oh, my God. No, this one is so bad. I love I get. I watch the memory come to your face. I played Kim in Miss Saigon <laughs> at French Woods. Thank you guys so much for joining yeah, us on today. Oh, no. It's so bad. It's hey, so hey. Bad. Find hey. the pictures. We got it. Do you have we pictures? Talk about no, I literally scrubbed the internet. Oh, it's so I'm bad. sure. It's Wait, can, I think that's like how old how old are you it is not your fault how it is the adult's I? fault 16? for casting yeah Which, like what you're just a kid who's like i just want to be in a yeah, show I, I just okay, like, cast me literally uh, and at Frenchwoods, the way that the shows worked it's like you audition for everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and they place you into like whatever sure it was so i was like honored that you're like holy shit yeah. i'm the lead at the in time Miss i was like i am this role <laughs> and i'm killing it and now i'm like <gasps> like it's so embarrassing and rightfully so but it's also so the camp's funny. fault for being like Absolutely. here's a bunch of jews from new york let's do Miss let's saigon. do miss saigon yes. Yes. i feel like they'll really resonate with this piece oh my god that was yeah, yeah. that's so wild so and like yes it was it's not on you i mean you were a child who was also paying to be there yeah so Love yes that. it is my fault in the sense of like I was proud of it at the time, but I was also 16. So yeah. Am I yeah. incriminating myself? No, no, no. I nope. Think that this this is, is, you're getting canceled. This yes, is it. Yes. This is what this was all was about. Nice yeah. You. yeah okay. This is a big trap just to get to this point. Fuck. I, I, can I do know it. I'm going to get canceled for saying this. I did a monologue once by accident. I did not know the context of the show at all. Yeah. But, um, when I was in uh, middle school, they handed us a packet of monologues stapled together. And it was mm -hmm. like, pick a monologue and then perform it. <laughs> I did choose... Um, a monologue from Fences. And you did the. Um, uh, I've, been I've been standing, standing here, here with you, Troy. Yeah, for I've been standing. Seventeen years. Yeah. Also, imagine this being performed by, by a twelve, by a, a child. seventh grader. Yeah. yeah. And I was like fully in tears, feeling it too, dragging my feet around the stage in yeah. front of a semicircle of other premature actors, all like learning how to use a tampon for the first literally, time. Literally, literally, and it's it was like, hell. No, but and I was like, wow, did I body that? And our perfect. theater teachers at the time were like, <laughs> you're a perfect fit for oh, this role. No one, you no be, one told me you would be really good as um, Suge in the color purple. Has anyone ever told <laughs> <told> you that? <laughs> like. I, what theater teacher is going to say yeah. this? Like, yes. No, but seriously, that's yeah. like how so these true. fucking teachers were. It's and it's like, so you're true. 12 that's, and you're like, oh, that's I that, could sing that actually. That's what I'm realizing theater is. It's, is, so, is, it's such a sham. It's a, it, yeah, and it's always people, young people playing characters who are way too old to be yes. them. Or old people playing characters Which, who are way too it's young. The it's like no one, can of all of us no one has ever cast correctly in anything ever <laughs> so, on stage. It's just because you so can see funny. it. You can see them so clearly on stage yes. that you're 
earlier. Like oh. you were not twenty five. Yeah, you giant man. Appropriate. I, I played um Jarvis Laurie in <laughs> A Tale of Two Cities, or not A Tale of Two Cities, The Secret of Madame Defarge. A man oh with a briefcase God. as a sixth grader. Like oh. if I were an adult though, I played I would have had a ball. I played May Peterson in Bye Bye Birdie when I was in fifth grade, Albert's eighty year old mother that <laughs> that and I had my hair with I put baby powder in my Mayoral hair. Mayoral so stance. Cool. So cute. What? Mayoral stance. <laughs> no, 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 no. Mime suspenders. No. My favorite. God. Conrad Birdie has the voice. I, I, uh, <laughs> Conrad Birdie equals Harry show me, show, show me a, a voice that can do that. There goes the baker with his tray. <laughs> that- like always. God, you're so talented. God, you're so good. How did you that sketch get cut? It's so good. <laughs> Thanks for being so open about your dirty laundry that's been piling up. Quite literally. Oh, no, 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 no. It's been freshly cleaned. Oh, all good, good. Two pounds. <laughs> Is there? Do you want to plug the upcoming sketch show? Is yes, there enough in the um, works that it? We can confirm that. That you're going to be in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, The next show is November 3rd at 9 p.m. That's Thursday, November 3rd at 9 p.m. At At the the People's People's Improv Improv Theater. Theater. So it'll be really fun. um, And we'll like share information as we have it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'll hear about it on the show and social media. Do you want to plug your social media or anything? Yeah, where can we find you? Oh, at La Leibowitz on Instagram. Uh, And... That's the only social media profile I have that's active. Good. Beautiful. Good no, for you. No, that's you're living it the right way. Like I have a Twitter, but I've like never tweeted from it. And I think I have like 10 followers and have logged into it like twice. That's your niche. That's good. Yeah. Well, I know you're heading out. Yeah. So yes. get there safe. Thank and you if God. you could, if you would be so kind, text, text us when, when you get, get home. home. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.